Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Happy Wednesday. Happy middle of the week. Happy hump day. We are halfway in it and halfway almost up out of it. Hey, good people. How you doing? I'm your gracious host, Jay-Z, and I am walking you through yet another week meeting you right here where you are. And I'm so happy you would meet me here for your dose of the Midweek Muscle. First time here. Thank you. Welcome. Join us, have a seat, pull up a chair, get yourself comfortable. If you're driving, don't get too comfortable. Be alert, be very alert. I'd rather you pause this. Yes, very selfless of me, right? I'd rather you pause this, get to your destination safely, and then turn turn the show or the episode back on so you can lock in. However, if you're skilled and multitask like that and you can operate in the best safety way possible, then you do that. Congratulations. Kudos to you. We all need a page out of your book. Like, how you doing that? Really? How you doing that? But on a real note, be safe. Thank you for joining us. So if this is your first time here, the Midweek Muscle was built, created, and established to help give peaceful and positive perspective to attack those barriers that can hold us back and hold us up. Sometimes those are head and heart issues. Sometimes they're just downright stinking obstacles. Hence, We come to the middle of the week, give you that push that you need to finish your week strong. So hence the midweek muscle. I'm I'm glad you're joining us. And I know our episodes have been running a little bit on the longer side lately. I'm sorry. I've just had a lot to say. You know, it just gets like that sometimes. But baby, today is going to be short, sweet, and spicy, just like I like it. So how y'all doing with the heat? Isn't it like a massive heat wave over the last week? What's the highest out there? Like 120, 117, I think I heard. And uh, up in the northwest, like Seattle, Washington area, it's been so hot. The people, they don't have, some some of the people there don't have air conditioning units because I guess the temperatures are mild to cooler all year round. Uh, So this heat is really kicking butt and taking names out in that Oregon, Washington area. And, um, You know, I can't imagine what it's like in the middle of the desert areas like Palm Springs, California, Nevada, Las Vegas, Nevada, all those areas, right? And then, of course, the fickle areas where I live at, where it's like 70 degrees one day and then it's like 95 or 100 the next day. So uh, where I live, the weather can't figure it out. But where you are, how you doing? You handling the heat? Make sure you drink some water, all right? That's healthy for you. So, uh, good people, July, it's all about summer, right? Um, grill outs, having fun in the water, if that's your thing, you know. Uh, celebrating the great outdoors. I absolutely enjoy the outdoors until the bugs and the creepy crawlies get in the way. Uh, I can handle it up until a certain point, And then after that, it's a wrap. But yes, yeah, it's, it's celebrating the great outdoors with friends family, you know, just doing all the things that we could do in the winter, but it's real cold. Yeah. Um, so no wonder why July is national growing month, right? And I'll tell you what other month July is. You right. It's also Olympics month. (laughs) 
guys will not get enough of me saying it. But yes, it's also Olympics month and I just can't wait, but I'm not trying to rush my July like that. So I'm excited. Did you guys have a good fourth? What'd you do? I attended a cookout and I grilled a little bit and uh, just chilled. I did a little bit of traveling just right before the holiday. It got settled. How about you guys? What'd you do? Do anything fun? Are you planning to do something fun? Are you, are, simple question, are you making time for yourself to enjoy having like a summer Friday or, you know, just, just something for you? Are you doing that? Because that needs to be on your list of things to do. Like, it's really important. And I hope you receive that. Um, so, yes, I hope you're taking that time. But back to the Olympics, right? Since I, I'm on it, I like, I can't shake it now. I got to talk about it, right? Um, y'all, it will be interesting to see how these athletes fare out on year five of their training. Usually... If you're on the track for the Olympics, your coaches take you through this sort of four-year regiment, like it's structured, it's scaled out, it's built in. So that way you peak exactly when you should come the Olympics. It's like these training and conditioning segments are so intense uh, because over the last four years, they've broken your body down to the point of pulp only for it to rebuild fast. And uh, in the name of the physical sports game, the professional sports game, the goal is to break your body down as far as it can be broken down and to recover fast, right? So um, that's where, you know, the muscle, muscle strengthening and all that comes in. And uh, I'll tell you what, I'm a little curious to see how this works on the athlete's body for the fifth year. Like talk about hardcore pressed. I wonder if they took that rest time this last year or if they put their bodies back through the ringer. You know, I just can only foresee that, you know, that fifth year, that extra year might be like injury prone. I don't know. I hope not. I hope I'm very wrong. But um, to my point, we have three athletes that are questionable or even like just not in it because of the injury theory that I have. Uh, One of them being Simone Biles. She's a favorite going into this Olympic season. Uh, Just in the Olympic selection of the gymnastics team, like last week, um, it looked like a leg injury. I'm not saying that's that's true, Um, but it looked like it. She had a slight jump off the balance beam and it it looked like her leg was injured. Uh, But she has said, no, she's just getting quote unquote old. Mind you, she's like 25. I don't know how old she is, but she's like in that range. Uh, And she says, everything hurts. And that with this type of pressure being placed on the body, um, yeah, everything just hurts all the time. And I can only imagine, like, if if that didn't aid you, <laughs> I don't know what will. Like, imagine how the rest of us feel. And we're not athletes. And we're not doing some of the things that Simone Biles can do. And she says, her body hurts all the time. We're like, dang, what do I, like, I have no excuse. <laughs> so then, like, second athlete, Serena Williams, like, completely withdrew, retired, as they call it, out of Wimbledon. Uh, for again, injury on her leg 
or ankle or something, 39 years old, just devastating. She said she will not compete at Tokyo for many reasons that she's not getting into right now. I'm like, oh man. And then poor Shikari, 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 Shikari. And I feel so bad. Uh, but, um, you know, I really don't even have anything to say, uh, besides just damn, right? She just released yesterday. She will not be on the Olympic roster for U.S. track and field. And I'm really going to miss her doing what she does on the track. Hey, I'm not going to get into the argument of if they should reconsider, you know, like whatever, lower their rules on doping versus testosterone, which we talked about last week versus uh, marijuana use, et cetera, steroids, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All I'm saying is, all, I, all I'm putting out there is there have been athletes that have tested positive for steroids that have said, oh, I ate it in my food yesterday. That's why my level's so high. And they still got to compete. And um, I don't know what was, involved with her marijuana use or what was, what was even in it. But if anything at all, but, you know, generally in its purest form, uh, I don't think that it would have impacted her to have an unfair, unfair advantage over the other runners. That's all I'm saying. So we're just going to leave that right there. But, um, you know, she's not going to run and that's just the fact of the matter. And, you could argue, hey, we all have our choices. You could argue, hey, she was going through distress. Either way it goes, um, yeah, it's just going to be real tough. So I'm just really upset about that. But at the end of the day, I'm still excited for the game. So y'all, like, we just going to keep an eye on this theory that I have about the fifth year in these athletes. But uh, anyway, moving right along, y'all, I just want to share something really quick uh, because I told you this week would be short, sweet, and spicy. And I just want to talk about this idea of making mistakes and that you all at some point will make this one or these mistakes. And it's just simply this, boom, breaking it down. You, you will think that you can do it all. At some point, you will think that you don't need help. You may try to do too much to impress other people. Not acknowledge how you feel for the sake of just pressing on, keeping it moving. Biting off more than you can chew. Crawling, walking before you attempt to crawl. Set, setting the sail before you even know how to swim. Giving someone too much of your trust or maybe even not giving someone enough. Believing that it just won't work and believing that we shouldn't try just because fear got to the best of us. Good people, we are creatures of habit. And we desire comfort as a basic need. We kind of heard that a few weeks back in the psychology of Maslow's hierarchy of needs a few weeks ago. And I'm here to tell you that, good people, that those mistakes are okay as long as they don't have the power over your footsteps. And so why did, Jay-Z, why did I classify these as mistakes? Because they say, if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go far, take a team. I classify these as mistakes because at some point, all of us need help. 
because sometimes we can give more power to other people and what they think of us versus doing me because it is authentically me. Because sometimes sitting in my feelings takes a little time versus just pressing on and just uniquely in and of itself, not acknowledging my feelings is generally unhealthy because by nature, we all crawl first because at some point, strangers who become friends can turn into family quickly if the importance of time isn't surveillanced. However, to that point, to the flip side of that, not extending enough trust can stall the creative and organic nature of a relationship. Because sometimes I have just had a bad or sad time and I feel like I can't do it. Then I begin to believe I can't do it. Because I've subscribed to a fear that says to me, why am I wasting my time? Again, good people, it's okay to make these mistakes. In fact, I'd be surprised to know if you hadn't made one of these mistakes yet. And a multiples of them in the same season or in the same week. Uh, You know, I'd be surprised to know if you hadn't made one of these mistakes, especially if you're on a journey that's asking you to chase the thing that sets your world on fire in the best possible way, right? And I say all of these things to say that things are opening up and places are beginning to open up. And we've just come out of a really dark time in our culture and society Uh, People have been isolated and have felt isolated. People are struggling to grapple with the real realities of returning back to work, handling life and, and maybe not aware, maybe they are aware, or maybe they're not aware of the coping strategies that can support their struggles with mental health. The people I, um, I don't have time to watch much TV, but a Dr. Phil episode caught me a couple days ago and it talked about. Um, excuses and you know uh, goodness essentially uh, without giving the show away and taking up too much time there was a young man that said he couldn't get a job because things were shut down for the pandemic and therefore it stalled his efforts and yet again the priority of his time was not going towards looking for a job And again, we could throw all the shame and all the pity and all the other things on this young man. But what what the pandemic has done in many regards is created this this sort of loophole for people to navigate through to say, this is the reason why I'm not or this is the reason for why I can't or this is the reason for why I shouldn't or this is the reason for why I just won't. And again, everybody has their great reasons for why they shouldn't do something, especially as it pertains to health and wellness. However, if it's just an excuse and I'm hanging on to it because I'm just hanging on to fear and I'm not saying it's fear, but I'm saying it's the pandemic, then that's different. It's completely normal to grapple with these mistakes. I mean, they should be regular struggles that if we're not dealing with one of them, we may be dealing with a couple of them at any given period of time. It's not okay, though, to allow them to be in the driver's seat of your actions or footsteps and not take a support group to help you through those trials. 
whether that be close family and friends, whether that be your therapist, whether that be your doctor, whether that be your your business partner, if they're reliable, if they're a reliable and trusted source, whatever, whomever that support group is for you. And and so I leave you with this, good people. In this world, we will have troubles, but joyeth always comes in the morning. We will make mistakes and it's okay to make the mistakes because that's how we learn. It's not okay to give them the power over managing our footsteps and walking into our life's uh, journey, right? And so I leave you with this. I say hearts up so that we may never give up. You may have wondered why I put that quote or why that hashtag is always a part of things that we post, but we say hearts up so that we may never give up. And that's real. And so take that with you this week. Hearts up so that we may never give up. And until next week, let's go.